Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. You ready? I'm always ready. Obviously, you're ready. Yeah. Goodness sakes, mm-hmm. man. See, here's the best part Ugh. is I'll cut out that first part anyways. Nah, well, you know, yeah. you, you, you can be fake if you want. You, I can, ed- you can selectively edit your history My so history? as to exclude <laughs> things from the public. That's fine. If you want, if that's how you want to operate, you know, if that's the MacArthur special, then whoa, whatever you want to do. Whoa, whoa, I don't know. Whoa, I'm just saying, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa. I'm, I, I don't know. You don't know. Yeah. No. Which is why you that's should right. say that. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Don't I, know. I, I know some things. You know, you know, I know some things. You know a thing. I know a thing or two. Or f- depends. Depends on how you break it down. Yeah, I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. If I knew fractions, you know, I could maybe explain what I that I know less than one thing. I know, you know, two eighths. <laughs> two eighths <laughs> is that a fraction? <laughs> oh, Joey. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to somebody. Man, I mean, a lot of people have been contacted. Let me say this. I'm gonna, mm. say, I'm gonna say something. Oh, go ahead. <sighs> Because I am an international Christian superstar, uh, I have. I don't think I've ever okay. heard you refer. No, I in that don't. Way. I, I don't take that title for myself. That's been bequeathed. I feel uh, like you just me. made that That's title up just, for yourself. Uh, um, because God has given us the opportunity to um, distribute our podcast or write or whatever in such a way that a lot of people have. Are, are, are not a lot of maybe not a lot of people, but people from all over interact with our stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah. 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 We get that. People from all over. You know, uh, not a lot of people, but people from all over. Have read my books, so um, so I wind up getting you know contacts, and we know people from all over. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: I have been getting texts and uh, DMs mm-hmm. from people genu- genuinely all over the world. Yeah, yeah. Big Eva. No, uh, just to say, hey man, you've been on my heart. I'm praying. Oh, for you. that's nice. I'm praying for you today, and it's been first of all. Thank you, because uh, I need it more in this season of life than any other time. Mm. So that's really appreciated. And it, it makes me see, well, look at God is doing his thing. Like, God, like, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. so cool. And so, like, it's really been, like, these are people that, like, I'm not, I have, we haven't talked in a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. out of nowhere. And so, like, in a concentrated period of time, I've had a number of people say, hey, I'm praying for you. And Man, that's nice. It's because I, I know Redeemer is praying for me, and I hear mm. that all the time, which mm. is a gift and a blessing because not every pastor at churches does hear that from their people. Uh, we know our people are praying for us. Yep. Jimmy, Jimmy and I just got wonderful cards. Oh, that was a very nice uh, card. From one of our members. It's uh, really sweet stuff. So uh, just I'm just really grateful for, one, uh, that, that the Spirit of God moves God's people to yeah. pray for one yeah, another. Yeah. And I'm grateful that we that so many Christians like take seriously the prompting of the spirit. Yeah. Uh, that they actually do love the church. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not, you know, maybe they aren't, they don't share my perspective in all things, or maybe, you know, maybe they're Lutheran or uh, non-denominational or non-Calvinist, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been, uh, it's been really cool. So in, in, in a day when there's, when there is a lot of negativity and some bad press and discouraging things happening in the world and, and in the broader church, uh, yeah, man, it, it, that that's been particularly encouraging. Mm. Yeah, man, mm. dig it, mm. dig it. I, I got those too. Well, you don't need it. That's no, the no, thing. I got it. I got, you, but I got them. I, I got them. Yeah, I got all over yeah. people praying and 
encouraging me. And- well, when when you're when you're a hot mess like me, then you then you'll get them. But mm. you, but you right now, you're just cool as a cucumber, man. You just rocking it. Or maybe just because I suck at social media. It could be. That. I wouldn't say you suck at social media because that would imply you actually do social media. <laughs> so- <laughs> I like putting photos every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I do need to. Uh, I do need to see you cook in person. I need to. Cause those are those are some of my favorite pictures. I mean, I like. Oh, it you when, haven't had the pleasure. I've yeah. Usually people come over, members and stuff, and so I'll we'll do like a dinner. Yeah, and I'll cook for them right there yeah. and I go sit at the counter. Yeah, and we all enjoy. That'd be cool. Yeah, because like I see the pictures. And You've I'm been like, invited, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've been invited to those times. It's fine. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I, don't know, I need more than like, you know, three hours notice, but that's okay. You know, you know it like, seems well, like everyone else is able to make it happen, but that's fine. It's fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Or I give them like a three day, three week. It doesn't matter. For, well, you know, three, three month. Three. So here's the thing. Three, three, a three week window of opportunity is a window that is already closing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's hmm. a window, but uh, it's what coming Ju- down. What does July 17th look like for you? Next year. <laughs> <laughs> 2022 uh uh july if i'm here oh see here we go if i'm here, here that would be go. good that here would be we go that would be good i would, I would like that go. july 17th is a baptism sunday and uh yes because that's what i had planned mm-hmm. and there's leadership lab that day you know what we did this morning mm. we had that uh, i know you know uh we had a men's breakfast yeah and uh, Grady, the guy that heads up our men's ministry, yep, yep. went through uh, some of the names of God and some of the attributes of God, which I always like. You yeah, know? wonderful. And Grady's mixed it up. You know, he's had different people come in and they'll do more um, uh, more like practical Christian living sort of emphasis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this time it was more of a theological emphasis that then, you know, is directed down to application. And then we had a really good table discussion. It was a good time, man. Nice. Good, and good, I had good. breakfast. I wasn't going to have breakfast. But you had breakfast. I wasn't going. I, I thought like, oh, I'm not going to have breakfast because Jen and I are going to go out mm. for lunch. Mm. And uh, I'm probably going to get some wings. Ah. Because uh, I've been craving wings. So, so I'm leaning barrel and rye. Yeah, but I was about to say yeah. barrel and rye. I know you really like the wings. Those there. wings are good. They're very good. They're, They're very good. good. So uh, I've been there in a while. Did I tell you? So like Jimmy and I love barrel and rye. And everything is good. And so when I'm feeling healthy, mm. I'll get the salad. Yep. Right? I get the B&R salad with steak. Yep, yep. Did I tell one. you? Did I I, I I uh I got one and the it wasn't enough steak on it. No, you didn't tell me this yet. Yeah, yeah. So I went there with Jen and I, it was so little. First of all, it's a twenty dollar salad. Or yeah. it's eighteen dollars or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I was like, uh, what is up with this? <laughs> it's like hardly any and it wasn't even cooked to perfection and it always mm. is there, so it was a little weird. And so it was a new server and I just said, Hey, I'm not um just I'm not mad, I'm just asking, is does that look right to you? And she goes, that does not look right. So she took it back and she said, nope. Yep. Cook says that's the right amount. That's the, the number of ounces. And I go, okay, uh, that's fine. Uh, that's, uh, just checking because it's normally, it's, it feels like it's more, but that's fine. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. So then, um, and she's like, well, you want me to take it? I'm like, no, 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 no. I was just checking. It just felt off because I've never, ever had one complaint about anything ever there. And that's why you got to start bringing a scale. That's what I do at the <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> Jimmy opens up his saddlebag bag, <laughs> pulls out a, a digital scale and mm. says, excuse me. Excuse me. This 23 ounces lacking. Well, it was 23 when we started before we cooked Jimmy. That's when it shrinks up. Mm. So um, so then the, the guy, I forget, what's the guy's name? Paul, I forget the guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I forget his name. But he's, he's like, Joe, uh, I heard you didn't. And I said, listen, I was not, don't, please and he's like we're gonna take it off the bill don't Aww. worry about it i'm like no 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 no. so they did anyway and he was like it's a new cook um 
so yeah, if you had an issue, and I said, no, 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 no. they took it off anyways. So I, I, in my mind, that stayed on. I, I just kept it on for the sake of the tip. It's like, we're yeah, gonna, of course, you know. Oh, anyways, nobody cares. I knew you would care though, because it was such a weird off experience for. It's it's a ten out of ten experience every time I, I go. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I can't one. even I can't even think of a time I've had a nine. Yeah. Well, that one time you like lost your tooth when you were eating that salad. No, it's still a ten. Yeah. <laughs> the, the tooth is now gone. You're down a tooth. <laughs> they helped me lose weight. <sighs> you are losing weight too. Well, you know, losing one teeth, one tooth at a time, <laughs> one teeth at a time. So, all right, we 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 needed to kind of like ease into this, yeah, because it's not a fun conversation. No. <sighs> all right, why don't you go ahead and give us the background? Lead us in, Joe. Lead us in. <laughs> we really should prepare for this stuff. Well, yeah, yeah uh, but, you know, I'm not I'm hardly right. on the social medias. All right, so uh, you many of our listeners probably have heard of the Roy's Report and Julie Roy's. She is a journalist, uh, somewhat of an investigative journalist, I guess. Uh, in that. You know, uh, her bigger uh, pieces have exposed some sort of corruption, whether that is with Ravi Zacharias or James McDonald or uh, John MacArthur most recently. And uh, when she, you know, she does her interview, she mm-hmm, talks to people, mm-hmm. she gets the resources like a reporter supposed to, like she does all of her stuff. Yep. Yep. And then she reports. And of course, much of the time, you know, people will defend uh, the person who's under investigation and you know the accusation has been oh well julie hates she's got an axe to grind she's yeah, just yeah. going after macarthur it's what she does uh and they sort of dismiss the 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 article or the report based on their perception of her motives right like her motives are sus yeah, so yeah. the article you know, we can't really trust and so there's there's there've been a few articles uh that have come out about John MacArthur. And we've even talked about those. You can, you can look those up. Maybe I'll link them in the show notes if I remember. But most recently, uh, the, the big article that came out on April 19th is uh, exclusive. John MacArthur covered up pastors, sexual abuse witnesses say. And so in this article, uh, Jimmy, you're going to have to help me here. Uh, remember this correctly. It just big, uh, sort of a summary, there was a, a man who was on staff at the church. Correct. And uh, he was accused by his young daughter uh, that he was molesting her. And uh, so she told her friend, her, you know, her friend's dad got involved. He mm-hmm. was a missionary, a member of the church. Yep. Yep. Uh, so the accusation here by not by a number of people, uh, the alleged perpetrator's family, pretty much everybody that, you know, like a lot of people that have been interviewed for this article are all saying this happened. This guy molested his daughter. Yep. Uh, they're saying John MacArthur knew, mm-hmm. uh, didn't report it, kept him on staff for a few years. Three years, I think it was, right? Uh, the guy stayed on staff. He wasn't reported. Um, the, the girl got no counsel counseling. As far mm-hmm. as we know, the guy didn't get any professional help either. And uh, he stayed on staff until he was caught kissing and groping a secretary. At that point, he was let go. And then this thing, this article continues, right? It continues. It goes through the years um, mm-hmm. in, in 2000. And, so this was back in 1979 when this started. Correct. And uh, so this was a long time ago. And now uh, in, the, in the 2000s, it was revisited. Uh, our letters were sent again, emails, there was contact made and you know, John MacArthur is saying at that point, like, I didn't know about these accusations. I didn't have any reason to, you know, 
know anything about this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, so this is all coming out. You guys will have to read the article because it's a long article. But um, the, I guess the issue is that a lot of people are starting to ask, like the Den Hollanders online, for example. Uh, they're definitely advocates yeah, for yeah. those that have been sexually abused. And, um, and so a lot of people are saying uh, it's, you, you, you can't continue to defend people in the face of this much evidence and accusation. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you need to read learn try to discern and then if there is enough information you need to say something yeah yeah so that's what i thought we could talk about is what do we do when people that we admire or uh love or work with are charged and accused um what do we do and why are we so hesitant to uh to deal with it directly or why are we so tempted to just go into automatic, I'm going to defend them mode in the face yeah. of, 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 of this evidence. So that's, that's what I wanted us to talk about it. I know you wanted to talk about it. Once I told you what was happening on social media, <laughs> uh, because while what happened at, at, or what is alleged to have happened at John MacArthur's church doesn't directly impact me. It's not, it's not, it's not really relevant directly to our church. Uh, Everyone is talking about this, and it. What is relevant is how we handle such accusations and how we re, how we respond to people that we admire and read, mm -hmm. um, who are convicted of such crimes or even just charged with such crimes or even just accused. And this, at this point, it's it's an accusation, but there is a whole lot of evidence. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to do your second question first. Okay, why are people? So amped to jump in right away. Mm -hmm. I think there's a number of reasons. One is I think jumping in what way? Oh, jumping in to defend. Okay. And to talk and to be a part of the conversation, even though they're not there and they don't have all the facts. Right. So I think one, there are just some fanboys out there. Sure. There are just some people that no matter what are going to try to defend their side. It's tribalism at its best, right? Uh, I, I think people are just so amped and so ready to jump in um, to make sure that their boy has cover. Right. But I think secondly, I do think our culture has swayed in such a way mm -hmm. that not only is everything aggressive, but it's swayed in such a way that now say I'm going to say I'm, every ahead. accusation mm -hmm. is believe all women, believe, believe everything, believe right. everything. And that's dangerous. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. And I don't believe everything I hear. Yeah. But when somebody reports an, a crime, well, I take that very seriously. <laughs> but see, right there, there's a difference between I take it seriously and it is gospel truth. Right. Right. There's a difference between the two. And our culture today has made it that if there's an accusation you are no longer innocent until proven guilty. Right. You are guilty until you can actually prove yourself innocent, which is extremely it, difficult to do. And it's too late then. It, it's, it's too just, late. In the court of public yeah. opinion, you're done. Right. You're done. Which is why Johnny Depp is going after Amber Heard, by the way. Oh, right away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. His character yeah. is on the line. His yeah. livelihood is on the line. His career is on the line. And, you know, I... I'm, I'm trying to be very cautious because I know exactly like some of the pushback 
that will you know we could receive yeah. from saying something like that yeah listen i i you're, you're gonna lose no matter what you do here right because like we're accused of being too far left too far right or just too middle of the road like everybody yeah. has yeah. it's, it's like oh you guys just always play it safe like we have no i don't we don't have to play it safe we're not no. accountable to anybody but our church and our like like so like who's gonna come after us like we don't we're not playing it safe. No, <laughs> we're just going to we're going to share our perspective on these things. So either way, but okay. so with so with that, then yeah. then people have to come. People feel the need to charge in and try to uh, stomp it out, squash it out, and just be silent as far as like the people that are being accused, right? Like, but like others just feel like they have to come in aggressively yeah. and really push hard at fake news, fake news, right, fake right, right. news. So, okay. So there, you've given us like two sort of like uh, motives, right? Or two factors that mm -hmm, contribute mm -hmm. to the automatic, you know, aggressive defense of a guy that's being accused. One is fanboyism, idolatry, you know, you just yep. like, yeah, that's my guy. Um, two is there are false accusations that are made in our culture uh, doesn't really seem to be all that ready to discern between correct uh, false allegations and true allegations. But also uh, there's also confusion now about like, well, okay, even if it's a, an accusation that we have to take seriously, how do we now treat that person who's been accused? There's confusion over that. Correct. I'm going to add another one. All right. I think some people defend fr oftentimes wrongly, but from pure intentions. I think like all they know about this person is that they have been gold, gold to them, yeah. good to them. Yeah. And they just can't conceive. They can't imagine that, that this person would do it. So therefore they're defending out of ignorance because they don't know. Yeah. Like they don't know the facts. They don't have the information. If, if the allegations are true, or we're speaking broadly here. So I think sometimes it's, it's sort of an innocent, like, no, no, mm -hmm. it can't be. I don't, I don't believe that, you know, I've known that person. Like, it's like, you know, when somebody, when you find out that somebody in your family or somebody that you know, your neighbor, like I've known them for 15 years, like no way. Yeah. No way that yeah. happened. They didn't do that. Did they do that? And then or even, like, or even from a distance, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, while I don't agree with, you know, in this case, MacArthur on, on everything, right. right? He's had an impact on my life spiritually. Same, same. Yeah. Oh. I have greatly benefited mm -hmm. from the ways that God has used him. And so that's, this is hard to read. It's hard to like, yeah. it's hard to, to process. Because there's been someone right. that has that God has used in His mm -hmm. writings and His preaching, to, not just out there, not just out there, right? right? But in us, but in us, yeah. No, I mean, look. Here's the thing: like, I'm not afraid to. Jimmy's not afraid to say if somebody is whether they're in our camp or not is is wrong. If they're wrong, they're wrong. You know, it's like, listen, we don't promote the MacArthur Study Bible because I don't think it's very good. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is, it's dispensational. So like there's yeah. a lot of good stuff in it, but overall I'm not going to use it because it's dispensational and we're not a dispensational church. So for us, it's not a good fit. Um, some of his books are great. Some of his books I don't like. Much of his preaching has been wonderful and mm -hmm. has had a great impact on me. And like with you, Jimmy, I was personally brought to a place of revival. Yes. And God used one of yes. MacArthur's sermons that I heard him preach in Wheaton in 1995, I believe. So uh, yeah, oh, a great, great debt. Oh, a great debt to uh, how God has used MacArthur. But... This stuff, these accusations, the the emails that are shared, the handwritten letters that are shared, yeah. um, all of this stuff, you, you, we have to read it and we have to weigh it. And I, the whole idea of like just dismissing it, people are defending MacArthur without reading this stuff mm -hmm. and without weighing it. Mm -hmm. Now, some people are maybe c compelled to defend it because they don't find the article or the evidence 
convincing. Mm -hmm. I find it rather persuasive. I think there's enough evidence there for me to go, this looks like major errors uh, were made, major sins were committed mm -hmm. on the part of the leadership at, at that church. Yeah. Um, I think some people will look back and go like, well, this was like 1979. <laughs> it was no man's land. So Jimmy doesn't remember the seventies. I barely remember the seventies. I was, I was, a little, I, was, I wasn't even born in the seventies. No, I was a little kid in the seventies. I, I remember it, but I remember it as like watching the banana splits. Uh, one banana, two banana, three banana, four. No, no, anyway. no. Um, but like, you know, the seventies and the eighties, like we, the culture was different and we, this is not an excuse for not reporting things to the police. Correct. And that we, they're, they're clearly, we know we have this factually that MacArthur and team have on a different occasions have not reported to the police immediately when they find out that molesting, kidnapping, whatever has happened. Yeah. Like they don't, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have, they have, they have sort of a record here of not going directly to the police. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, well, but, and, and if, if it's this, uh, statement from MacArthur in the, one of the letters here, like the, the, uh, the stance is to go the biblical route, quote unquote, biblical route and handling it internally. Mm. Right. Yeah. And here again, we, we've grown a lot in, in, in the American uh, evangelical world. We, we've grown, I think, in our understanding of the importance of protecting people who are at risk of reporting crimes. I think we've, we've gotten a lot of clarity on that. Things were, I think, muddier back in the day. It doesn't excuse it. But I understand, looking back, how you can go, wow, I didn't handle that very well. Mm -hmm. And I can look back in my early ministries and go, wow, here was a problem that was happening in the church, uh, like in a married couple's life. And I stepped in, attempted to, to serve them well. But then, after, but then from that point forward, I really didn't do enough. And I dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything in which I should have reported it to the police or anything like that. Nevertheless, I screwed up and I had to own it. And I had to eventually go back and go like, I dropped the ball here and mm -hmm. I'm very sorry. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the problem is, so this stuff happened in 79 uh, into the 80s. Uh, when it comes back up in 2003, when these emails are coming back and mm -hmm. he's being questioned mm -hmm. about it by the victim, there's an opportunity to go, I screwed that up. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I've learned from that. And of course, that's assuming that this all happened as it's reported. Correct. MacArthur is saying it didn't happen that way. So we're sort of stuck. Like, what are we supposed to do as outsiders as we're reading these articles? Is it, is it just a hit piece or is it a real, uh, is, it, is it a legit uh, article that is exposing truth? Um, we all have to read see, it. But see I, see, I don't think we can be even looking at it in those terms. We can, I guess, in, in some degree. People are going to look at that because they, they're assuming Julie Roy's you know, has this bad intention to yeah. create this hit piece. I think it's me. I, for me, I, I, I look at it more as, so going now to your original question, right? Right. What should we do? Yeah. I think first and foremost, we should be praying mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to over spiritualize it, but it's, we should be praying for the accuser and the accused. Yep. We should be praying for truth to come out. Yeah. Right. Like right now we have, uh, some things that seem clear, but now it's it's, you know, uh, in this instance, you know, uh, the accused saying it didn't happen that way, right? Now it's almost like quote unquote he said she said, but mm -hmm. it's it's there seems to be a bit more evidence that kind of backs have, up. We have two witnesses, right? The you know, in, in a sense, uh, or certainly in one case, we have a guy that was in the room, missionary member of the church, saying I was in the room when this guy confessed, so I know MacArthur heard it. So 
there, we've got him saying one thing yep. and MacArthur and the girl saying one thing and MacArthur saying But see, I want to be like, it, so for me, I, 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 without being there, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to say is like for us, uh, instead of just jumping in and defending or condemning, mm-hmm. it really should be praying, praying for those and praying that that truth will reveal itself. The truth will right. come out. The truth will be and that uh, the spirit will work on everyone's hearts and convict yeah. those who have sinned to publicly confess and repent. I totally agree. And I, I would even add to that. Like what everybody should say is, listen, even let's say you don't believe this happened. Let's mm-hmm. say you, you, you take MacArthur's side on this. Mm-hmm. Then you should still be willing to say, if MacArthur did these things, then uh, yeah, this whole church needs to go through some sort of... Uh, <laughs> overhaul there needs yeah. to be a, there needs to be consequences some if sort of reckoning happened, if this happened then then yes but i don't believe it happened some people might say but if this happened yeah so like because we we have to i hopefully what we can all agree that shepherds are, are there to shepherd to protect to guard mm-hmm, to feed to mm-hmm, lead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to serve and uh and when little ones are exposed and then left on their own to deal yeah, with the consequences. Yeah. This is this is a grievous sin. This is why judgment came to, um, to Israel because the shepherds were not shepherding, right? Yeah, yeah. So I take this really seriously, and I it's it's I'll tell you it, when people aren't willing to go. Yeah, this looks bad. This looks really bad. You, you, there's a lot that we could say, and I don't know why people can't say like this looks really bad for mm-hmm. John MacArthur. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean that everything that is said, you're not saying that you would believe everything that's in the article, but you're saying this looks bad. I'm going to say that this looks really bad. Yeah. This, this article and, and, others, and in light of the context of, of other supposed instances of, of, of abuse cover up. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really bad. It was, it was one of the things that really frustrated me with T4G you know, I went to the first, I don't know how many. I was at the first one and it was a great experience. And I love that we had Baptists and Presbyterians. And uh, yes, it was reformed, you know, or reformed-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it wasn't together for the gospel in the broad sense, but it was together for the gospel in the, in the reformed world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was cool. And uh, But then when all the stuff about CJ was coming out and and then more testimonies, more witnesses more victims were coming forward man the, the the team just kept backing him and it really troubled me yeah it really troubled because at some point there's too much evidence it looks really bad and when they're not saying anything about it they're just defending their their, their boy uh it really put a bad taste in my mouth That's why you I lose stopped. credibility yeah it's like i guys i understand the temptation because you know i i will want to defend jimmy from all false allegations um, and I will, I will fight you for my man here, uh, but for my podcast wife. No, but, no, you already uh, said my man. Continue. Yeah, well, you are a man, ah. still a podcast wife. No, no, There's a difference no, no, between no, no, nature no, no, and, continue. and function. Continue, continue. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I'll tell you what, if, uh, if I found out that, uh, that, that Jimmy was, was hitting his wife, uh, there would be no defending him, uh, he would need defense from some people at our church <laughs> because we would not respond well to that. I mean, we would, we would care for your wife. Yeah, we yeah. would hold you accountable. Uh, but I would stop defending them. You would, st- I would still love you. Mm-hmm, I would still mm-hmm, continue. Mm-hmm. So it's in the same thing. If, you know, if I was, if I was cheating on my wife or something that Jimmy would be like, Hey man, there, there is no defense. And so in this case, if there were these accusations, like, Whoa, you know, these guys are doing horrible things to their wives. If I just hear these things then uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I don't we're know gonna how, investigate it. 
It's a really strange thing. So there, it, it's, so everything is politicized. Everything is tribalized. Everybody is like kind of going to bat. And it really seems to be more of a reflection of how the world operates and how the church is supposed to operate, right? Like people will die and defend Trump or Biden, you know? Well, people aren't defending, defending Biden as much <laughs> these days. No, no. But the, but the Trump people will always defend Trump. Uh, and, uh, and, and so it's just, it's usually very partisan, right? We'll just, we're going to die for our teams. Whereas in the church, we're supposed to be able to, and Paul talks about this in 1 Corinthians, man. You just, you cannot condone Passover or just allow it to go unchecked. That's right. This is where, right. just why judgment comes, man. It's, it's a, it's a real problem. And it's, it's, it's discouraging. And we wonder why people are, excuse me, <coughs> deconstructing, right? We wonder why people mm. are leaving the faith. Mm. Uh, we wonder why, well, this is part of it. You know, part of it is they have experiences in the church that have been harmful and there there hasn't been transparency or or accountability so yeah they get burned out and again i'm not saying it's the right move uh i'm glad to see like some of the people in these stories are plugged into other churches Mm -hmm, and they're they're, mm -hmm, they're mm -hmm. doing relatively well but i know many get so hurt and burned by an experience like this that they then attribute that to god yep or to the concept of god and they begin to walk away well even just some of these Ah, just some of the journals, like journal entries of, you know, this mm. this young girl, this kid yeah. pleading, Jesus, don't let him in the room. Yeah, it's really that's 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 just really hard. That's really hard. Um, you know, especially if you have kids, you love kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you can imagine how scared they would be. Uh, again, is it possible? that MacArthur didn't know. I, well, sure, I guess anything's possible, but the evidence to me seems rather convincing. This looks really bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm, at this point, I, I don't I don't know what the church is going to do, but this is definitely going to have an impact on how people see John MacArthur. This, is, this will have an impact. It is having an impact. I mean, I saw on social media people today throw, oh, not today, but this week, people throwing out John MacArthur's study Bibles into the garbage. And of course, people are all upset. Like, you just threw a Bible in the garbage. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, I, I threw a, a product into the garbage of the study Bible. You know, other people are like, well, I don't want to get rid of these books. And other people are like, I'll take them. I'll learn from John Mac for the rest of my life. So it's like, you know, people are responding to this. I think what you and I, would encourage people to do is to be thoughtful, to not be reactionary. Yeah. Right. But to actually like read, weigh, pray, right? Like you gotta pray about it. You gotta really like desire the the best possible outcome, which would be truth, confession and repentance wherever necessary, accountability, yeah. healing, restoration. I mean you get those you you guys know like we're not some of you might accuse us of being haters. We're not haters of John MacArthur. We disagree. I think he can be a hateful person. I mean, I've seen him socially interact uh, on social media. I mean, like we've we've referenced this before. He he literally linked to our church and called out our church for being worldly because we have something called pub talk, a a discussion in the public forum at a a pub. Um, So I I think he's been less than charitable. We could put it that way uh, in the past, which sort of encourages others to like oh well, if he's to be been, less than charitable with yeah, him yeah right? it's like li- listen let's be better yeah right? let's be honest let's be transparent let's weigh the evidence and it's just listen I've, I've learned the hard way you know, your heroes if you have them will let you down so uh don't idolize don't, don't idolize any man or woman mm. uh because you're gonna find out that they have feet of clay 
Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can uh, find us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast at up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh part every Monday and Thursday, blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've got that all-access exclusive content, Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash all-access to sign up today. Later. Mm-hmm.